I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. podcast presented by the parks bet parks sportsbook app and it is essentially super bowl week almost super bowl oh, it week. oh it's super bowl week it's i mean elliot's in arizona I here i am like, i've been feeling it all day i'm uh elliot i've probably said to emily like four different times one week from now Elliot and I are going to be on the air doing our show one week from now. It's going to be four hours till kickoff one week. You know, like I am like, I am, I'm there, dude. I am ready. I have so much uh, excitement for this week. I can't wait to talk about it with you. I can't wait to cover this week with you. I can't wait to, to feel the, the, the excitement grow in this community, this Eagles fan base as we get closer and closer to kickoff. Um, I'm just, I'm freaking jacked right now, Elliot. I'm so excited. Let me say this. So we talked on the pod uh, earlier in the week about what should you do? Should you stay home, watch with family? Should you go to the Super Bowl? And I think watching home with family is an awesome option. But I'm not going to lie, man. When I touch down in Phoenix and you mm-hmm. get off the plane and there's Super Bowl signs everywhere. And I don't know if this is coincidental, if a group of Eagles fans did it or what. But when I went down the escalator to, uh, you know, from the airport uh, in the airport to go get my bag, there was a huge sign that just said, go birds. There wasn't oh, any sign that funny. said Chiefs. There wasn't any Chiefs Kingdom sign. Just a big sign on the jumbotron that said "Go Birds" with wow. the Eagles logo. Which, so, which also reminds me, I should probably. Oh yeah, here we go. Song. You're right. Chain. Yeah. Time. Well, which is now technically Zoe's. I had to give it to her. Nice. My nice. chain. Um, nice. Shout out to Rich uh, and Allie who came by. Rich who made them, and Allie uh, they came by to give yeah. us these chains. Um, it's Zoe's now. It's Zoe's. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. She said I can borrow it when I need it. So that's nice. That, nice. Uh, that yeah. is nice. Of her. Last yeah. night so, she was rocking just the chain with tidy whities. So it was a, <laughs> it was a strong, well, strong. Well, and at one point she put on the Phillies World Series hat you bought me because you're a yeah. kind, wonderful human. Yeah. Um, and she was rocking the Phillies hat with the Go Birds chain and tidy whities, and I was like. This is maybe my favorite moment well, as a father. Right I now. mean, let's be real. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, you'll probably be wearing the same thing. So let's not act as if, you know, the uh, apple doesn't fall far from the... Uh, minus, there the minus the tidy whities. I can rock it right now. <laughs> this is what Zoe looked like. Zoe was like this, like this, yeah. but, with t- but just tidy whities otherwise. It was, Very it was nice. strong. Very yeah, nice. Strong. Um, but no, look, I mean, again, like... There was part of me when I was coming down here that was like, oh, it's an early flight, blah, blah, blah. Man, when I touched down in Phoenix, like I said, the signage and then, you know, taking the Uber from the airport to downtown Phoenix. So the setup is basically there's like a media hub in downtown Phoenix and in downtown Phoenix. First of all, all the skyscrapers, all the buildings have huge Super Bowl uh, 57 signs. Oh, yeah. 
already a lot of Eagles fans I can see walking around. McNabb jerseys, uh, Hertz jerseys. You, you can see all of them walking around. Disappointingly, not a lot of Cardinals Ertz jerseys. I mean, I guess, you know, his time there hasn't been. Yeah, it's okay. You know, know, wear your Eagles Ertz jersey this week, wear your Cardinals Ertz Ertz jerseys down to to Phoenix. But they have a huge setup here where uh, it looks like they're going to have like a street festival that's going to be going on. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just awesome, man. Like, again, I think watching watching with your family will be really sick if that's what you're deciding. But I'll say this, if you're on the fence, if you're sitting there going like, uh, should I, whatever, man, now that I'm here, like get down to Phoenix. Like it is going to be a party all week. I can tell already there are going to be a ton of Eagles fans. You can tell they have a ton of stuff going on. And also like, let's be real. I have on short sleeves. Like it is, it Hello. is weather here too. I, I, so I actually, I ended up packing two full suitcases. Strong. Uh, I Good pack. work. If you're going to do it, if you're going to take a bag anyway, why not? Right. Well, that like, was my logic. So once yeah, I, once, I once you, once you've crossed that barrier, like the right. more, the merrier. Once I was going to check one, I get a carry on. But the funny thing is, I think I probably packed like three short sleeve shirts. So I don't think I did a great job actually packing for the weather, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I mean, look, it's, you know, it's 1230-ish Sunday uh, in Arizona. The Eagles are going to land in about an hour and a half, two and a half hours, something like that. Elliott so, Airport going to be there to yeah, greet them at the exactly. airport. I, I thought of this new thing I might First do. First guy I might, to do it. Yeah, I might go to airports and interview players when they land. Yeah. I feel like it's an underserved market that I might try I, to I get mean, uh, underserved, I think, uh, wholly original. I mean, exactly, you probably could yeah. be the first person to ever consider doing it in the history I, I think of media. Be, yeah. So. Yeah. And I I'll say that's this, the second time we've done that bit now. Oh, I'm going to make time. that joke so many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be good. We'll do it tomorrow, too, probably when we talk about the airport arrival. But, Love it. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the Eagles had a send-off today at the link. Oh, I did. I saw my guy Nick Sirianni say a certain phrase that you mentioned oh, that's before. Right. I forgot. Giving us yeah. a little go birds before he gets off yeah. the stage. My guy. Yeah, and then uh, apparently the crowd was chanting, Howie. Howie, as he had they the should. Super Bowl ring as on, they should, little, I saw uh, that. I saw doing that. a little flex, reminding the people uh, what's as going he should. As yeah, he should. Were, I will say, I thought it was a cool event the team put on. Like they had all the the stars there. I was worried it would be like watch on the jumbotron as they walk out to the Novacare to the bus. It's like no, they brought all the stars over. Jalen was there. Uh, you know, again, Lane, Kelsey, all, all all the guys were there. Howie, Nick, Nick did his own Eagles chant, which I think is the first time. I've heard him oh, do that, do the EAG. Freaking, I, I love him, dude. He did the go birds and then the Eagles chant. And look, Elliot, to your point, it shouldn't be surprising. You've talked about this for years and it just continues to be true. And whether it's, you know, uh, you know, paying whatever absurd amount of money, I'm sure I'm worth it. He paid for an yeah. offensive line coach that I'm sure more than some, you know, a lot of some coordinators made. Maybe more than probably Nick many. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Or signing bonus checks, allow how to manipulate cap or all that type of stuff. But also we always talk about it, but just like organizationally, like they, they, you know, they've had some missteps here and there, of course, but for the most part, like they always hit the right note with, yeah. with whether it's something like this, a celebration, whether it's something, you know, for charity, whether it's something, um, just as the front face of an organization, like, it, you know, whatever it is, it just feels like they're always, they're always buttoned up, you know, mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff. So, so I'm not well, surprised that they, they did a great job with that. So had a five hour flight to Phoenix today. I had a lot of time to think, you know, think of, uh, some, some Eagles takes and thoughts as I was flying. And I, I think that this is a, a macro point, but I, I was thinking about Frank. a lot 
during yeah, think, well, you were just were drinking, and you know, the, the, yeah. a lot of the WIP team is in town tonight, so maybe there'll be drinks tonight. Oh, buddy, yeah, maybe we'll have some stories for tomorrow's pod at uh, tomorrow's pod, two o'clock, by the way. Eastern oh, yeah, Standard so yeah. yeah, so obviously, because Elliot's in Arizona, it's gonna be um, back and forth. Like, we know for a fact that tomorrow's pod will be at two o'clock, we'll be live like this, so 2 p.m., yeah, uh, and then probably we think Tuesday is gonna be back in the morning, and we'll see from there, but we'll keep you updated each pod will do uh we'll know when the next one is when we record that one so we'll yeah. let you know so but tomorrow for sure two o'clock right here same place same time or uh almost same time but same so place. so i was thinking about this on the the plane ride over we talk a lot about like how nick nick's involvement in the team what makes him good you know how involved is he in terms of offense like all these things and there's always this talking point with nick like anybody could coach the team and when I think about how the team got to the Super Bowl, they have an outstanding roster. Jalen's been unbelievable. Those are absolutely all parts of it. But if you think back to two years ago when Doug was fired, Carson forced his way out. Uh, they went 4-11-1. There was the article in The Athletic about all the dysfunction in the front office. And look, like we talked about that a lot at the time. I think it was fair to feel concerned about that article. Um, you know, those reporters are great reporters. I'm not calling that into question whatsoever. But I do think when you think about that article and you think about where they're at now, I think Nick Sirianni being Nick and coming into that building was such a massive culture shift that this team needed. Not that Doug wasn't a great culture guy, but by the end, Doug wanted a lot of say in things, right? Like not take personnel control or anything like that, but it felt like Doug and Howie were, you know, maybe not getting along great or Doug and Jim Schwartz, maybe not getting along great. And I know winning cares all. So, you know, in 2017, mm -hmm. I probably would have said the same thing. But I do feel like when, when just knowing Nick and seeing how he interacts with people, it kind of feels like there's finally a head coach that can get along with Howie. You know, just yeah. like, I think I think Nick can well, get along with everybody. And I, so that's been a problem this franchise has had. And I think if, if you let Howie be Howie and the head coach be the head coach and they can get along – like they're going to be a pretty much unstoppable duo because they're both excellent at their jobs. And the friction that's come, I think it is not going to happen with Nick. Well, yeah, I think uh, uh, multiple things. I think that Nick, look, Doug had emotional intelligence, but, but Nick like is the, the poster boy for what yeah. Lori was really talking about when he was talking about the emotional intelligence and um, you know, uh, you got to open your heart and all that type of stuff. Like Doug's, Doug's good at that. Nick is, is elite at that. Yeah. Nick is, is, you know, takes it to the next level and uses it all as a motivator and as a, a teaching tool and all these type of things. So I think that that extends to his, um, you know, emotional intelligence in the way he interacts with people in the building, you know, i.e. Howie and others. I also though think, you know, Howie deserves credit too for, you know, how he's shown it multiple times in the past that he can learn from mistakes and yeah. that he is, he is not, um, he does not think that he is immune to mistakes. And, yeah, you know, one of the, the chief criticisms of Howie for a long time has been his ability to, to quote unquote, you know, play nice with others. Yeah, right? you know, how, many, yeah, exactly. how many times have we talked about it? You know, all the articles, yeah. all the things over the years. Or I mean, Alfred, remember the whole thing? Uh, where exactly. And I, and I think that that, uh, you know, we had Joe Banner on the show this week on the midday show. And he said this specific thing where he said, you know, they asked him about, you know, how his growth, you know, you were there, you hired out, you were, right. you were his mentor originally, all that, and his growth. And one of the things that, that Banner harped on was that he thought that Howie has 
really gotten so much better at at working with others and creating mm-hmm. a, a culture that is collaborative and not just says it's collaborative. And and I think Howie deserves credit for that too. So I think it's Nick, but yeah. I also think Howie deserves credit for for growing and learning to work and maybe learning from his mistakes with other coaches and all that. And and then on top of that, again, we go back to something that you harped on and you were right. And you know, I do think the winning cures all thing is such a good point because you yeah, know a lot sure. of that that, I mean, that time that, yeah. well, when all those articles are happening, it's when when they're four eleven and one, you know. Uh, so yeah, just, right, of course, yeah. of course people are talking, of course people are angry and and we, it's, you know, a lesson to remember for the future that not everything that happens when you're losing is really truly representative of everything happening. And I'm sure there were issues and, and they fix yeah. them. They get credit for that. But again, to your point that you always made, like Lori does deserve a ton of credit too, in the sense that not just like, obviously we, as we always say, I think the coaching decision, how he gets the credit for the roster. Uh, but I mean, the coach decision is, is Lori. I, I think he gets first credit for Syria yeah. and how he's involved, but that's, that's Lori's decision. He's clearly proven to be really, really good at it. But then on top of that, all the stuff we just talked about, just running a great franchise and allowing the people that he hires, even though he's involved, he still allows Howie to do the, to be the best Howie by paying for things, by signing things, by, you know, all these things and allowing Ed, the, the organization to, to run yeah. at a really functional level, you know? And I think too, like we talk so much and you bring it up all the time about when Nick goes, love is the ultimate motivator. Right. And we talk about how Jalen and AJ are friends and Nicobe and Jordan Davis are friends and like Devon, like people get along in the building. And I do think that, you know, you were right. Howie deserves credit for growing and maturing and Jeffrey deserves credit, but just to keep it on Nick, like, I do think that Nick's best quality is he values relationships like more than anything. Like, and we saw this, Doug was a good head coach. Howie was a good GM. Not that they butted heads completely, but things fell apart because there just wasn't, it just wasn't a working relationship at the end. Nick and Nick and Howie right now. And I think it's Nick's biggest strength is he will keep that relationship going. So as I was flying to Phoenix and knowing the Eagles were coming and knowing they're going to the Super Bowl, it was just an overwhelming feeling of like, man, this team, this franchise is really, really, really clicking on all cylinders right now. In 2017, it didn't feel that way as much. Like they were doing it. Felt, it, it felt out of nowhere. Right. You know? this, this Whereas time, this, this, even yeah. though it's only been two years, it felt like all the steps were clear and it felt purposeful and it felt like I know what to do here and, and we know what to do here and we know how to do it. And we're going to execute. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before it, it almost, and that's why I think if Howie wins the second one, it changes his image. So it's already, you know, he's already flipped everyone and he deserves it and all that. But, but that first one, I think a lot of people, and we've heard people say it in the, when they were four eleven and one, that it was like a, a flash in the pan, that it was like, yeah. you know, uh, lightning in a bottle that he just kind of had this, this two perfect off seasons, season ever. Yeah. two perfect off seasons, right? The one where he makes all those moves, bringing in McLeod and Brandon Brooks and all those guys that one off season and the next off season, the Foles and Chris Long and LeGarrette and all these things, Alshon, all these things that just worked. These one-year deals and and everything went right. But now it's like, it's felt like, oh, we've watched Howie when when he's at his, you know, not his lowest because chip the chip thing was his lowest, yeah. but, you know, at, close to his lowest. Might and, have been his lowest being, when you consider since, he already had Up there, yeah. yeah. People like wanted him fired. I wanted him fired. So many people did. Yeah. And, and under that pressure, he like systematically and meticulously like not just rebuilt the roster, but rebuilt the the entire, uh, um, uh, you know, from a, from a, uh, you know, uh, on the field. Yeah. From assets, not, you know, uh, you know, the, the other stuff, but, but the portfolio of the team, the entire portfolio between draft assets, between roster, between, you know, cap, all this, he just like, he just, it's brilliant. It's been a brilliant run for him 
So I, I'm I'm right there with you. And, and look, I do think that to the Nick point and just in general, I think that the culture and that's why I've been, you know, like we've talked enough. People who've listened to this enough know that the 2017 thing, like I've always harp, harped on like the, the culture and that group and that the power of, of that, uh, of believing in each other and all that yeah. stuff and how much that matters. And it does seem like it's like for Nick, it's like a, a ethos. It's a driving factor and look we say it i always say this to you and like i think in any form of life like whatever you do for a living whether it's a wip or whether it's you know you work in a, a, a as an accountant or whether you yeah. work in a bagel shop like isn't it is it don't you like your job and do a better yeah, job 100%. when you enjoy the people you work with and you enjoy right. the environment you work with and it's a fun place to be like like are you duh, doing extra work for your duh. coworkers because they're your friends like are you yes. picking up a ship everyone yeah. does better so really quick, um, first of all, shout out to everyone that's watching right now. It's a Sunday afternoon. We have two really funny comments that I want to read. So one the is- SP beard one? Yeah, yeah, that one's yeah, funny. It's Just the coloring, I obviously, look, if I was going to do anything to my beard, I would uh, make sure it fills in all the way in the yeah, middle. Yeah, it's so, also like, an angle from the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The inside baseball, before we hit record, we had like four different angles to see when, because it was like With really dark red, in his yeah. room. Yeah, so- No, no but the funniest one to me is someone, someone commented- uh, James got the gold dookie chain. And it's just funny because the angle you can't see, it says go bird. So it looks like you're just wearing the chain. Like, Which is, uh, you know, my style. I mean, everyone knows. Exactly I'll, give right. I'll, give, I'll give a shout out to shout out to, to you. It's Matt. Um, yeah. Got Zoe's headphones. She has these cat headphones. Like we had to pick. Um, okay. They're the best thing ever. And they're adorable. Big and kids. they're the best. Good call by you. And I, actually to the point where my brother's wife, you know, Zoe's aunt bought them because she thought they were so cute. And Zoe had them and now she wears them all the time. Nice. So nice. Maybe I'll get a pair. Yeah, it's good stuff. Maybe it's I'll get a pair stuff. from Media Row. For um, all right. So we're going to set everything up because Elliot has to get over to, you know. Watch you know, the team arrive for the Super Bowl. Thing. You know, him and Jimmy have to compare their suits, you know, <laughs> make sure everything is good. Um, but um, quickly, just so to set up the week again, um, tomorrow yeah. at 2, we will we will. Uh, uh, be recording like the start official, official, official start of Super Bowl week, like for real, for real. Um, we're gonna record it too. It'll be a good one. I I'm letting everyone know now. You know, and I've had um uh, thoughts and takes throughout this whole thing. I guess oh, I have you're, you're today. I didn't plan it. Uh, tomorrow, uh, it because it's the start of the week, and I'll have one for the rest of the week too. I'll figure it out. I'm bringing it tomorrow. I'm gonna have like like multiple, multiple final thoughts that. I think are compelling and interesting and super fun. And I'm going to bring a big take. It's going to wow. be great. Okay. All right. So let me give one quick old man moment I had today and we'll wrap it up. Ooh, so love it. Know. Love it. So yes. I'm yes. checking into the air air. I get to the airport this morning and I have to check my bag and to check my bag. I have to like scan my barcode or something. And it's taking me probably two to three minutes to figure out how to do it. I can't get the phone right. I'm like putting it up to the wrong screen. It was definitely a moment where I was like, Oh, this technology, like why? Like, blah, blah, blah. And so I figured out and I see this woman next to me that's older than me, also struggling with it. And so I'm like, oh, here, let me like show you how to do it. And it was such a moment of like, I'm just I'm just here to explain to people like I'm just like I'll a helpful you. man here to I'll explain. Yeah. So it was uh, it was quite the uh, it was quite the scene. But also my check bag did make it clean, by the way. Uh, so was, what a show. So, yeah. For shot. you saying you didn't jinx it. You're right. You didn't. I did. Successfully I knew I, I, I felt very confident. I wouldn't. There, you know, there I is no thrill. There is no thrill like watching your bag. Come oh, it's down. the best. It's like, uh, like every bag that comes out, you're like, well, I guess my bag's uh, lost for good. And then when it comes well, out, it's like, yeah, especially when it comes out at the end, yeah. even though it sucks, it sucks to get there, the thrill of it coming out is, is. Better, oh, I know. You know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, right. I would wrap this up by saying everybody, man, 
If you're on the fence, get down to Phoenix if you can. It is going to be a dope week. Like now that I'm here, the weather is sick. There's tons of Eagles fans. It's just going to be sick. And every no matter what you do for the Super Bowl, will be, Super Bowl will be fun. But man, it's going to be a really, 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 really fun week in Phoenix with the Eagles. All right, um, and we're gonna have a fun week on the pod. Here's my final thought yes. today. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring an Eagles related one because that's okay. right. Takes we didn't talk too much. You know that's tough today. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, I'm going to give you, in my opinion, the three things that that we talk about, we mention, but like aren't like being talked about in the reverential tones okay. that they should be. Two of them are, have already happened. And the third one is a chance to happen. Um, all right. The first two, I know we, we mentioned stuff, but but like the fact that the Eagles have 22 of 22 opening day starters, as you've talked about, not just because of injury, but also because of benchings, because of whatever, yeah, but like ultimately yeah. in a war of attrition that they will have 22 of 22 day one starters start in the Super Bowl is to me one of the, the craziest, most wild football stories of the last decade. And and I don't think it is, it yeah. is being talked about. I want to do the research way. on seeing who else. I, I please yeah. do because I am like I think this to me it feels like this is something that if it has happened, it can't have happened in a really long time until, since players just played through like torn ACLs and all that right. crap. Um, all right, so that's number one. Number two, the fact that the Eagles have the tenth pick in the the freaking draft. I almost cursed. <laughs> I almost wild. said the bleeping draft. Like it is wild. the Eagles are about to play in the Super Bowl one week from today. And they have the tenth pick in the freaking draft. The tenth pick—that's a lottery wild. pick, like for all you know. What I mean, like for for parlance, whatever. You're, a top ten pick. I mean, that's like, the thing. Once the the season's over, before. yeah, it'll go like, right into the draft and being like, who should they get at number ten? It's and it gives them flexibility. They could who knows yeah. what they could do, but just just I know we mention it, but but again, this is something else that with all the how we love we've gotten, like we do not talk enough about how absolutely insane it is that how he has this team in the Super Bowl with the best roster, whatever happens, we'll see, but the better roster and he has the 10th freaking pick in the draft while still having his own first pick. Yeah. Amazing. Um, all right. And the last one, um, and the camera had a good way of phrasing this. We mentioned it on the air, but didn't really dive deep, but the idea, we are not talking enough about the idea that, that, you know, the six or seven guys, whatever it is and the core four, like we talk about that they're, I guess being called now, you know, the Kelsey, <laughs> yeah, Cock, yeah. Graham, um, you know, the, that group of guys, uh, uh, Lane, um, and, uh, you know, Lovato and Elliot, whatever, but that they have a chance to like, and, and the way Joe Fraser, it's right. That the only, they, they have a chance to join like Bernie Perron and Bobby Clark and Bill Barber and whoever else is alive from those teams as the only people on the planet living who can say, I won two championships in Philadelphia. Like that is something that, you know, is year, but... obviously then everyone can, but like that is <laughs> yeah. like a big deal. Not, you're right. You right. know, so like we've never seen p- 
people win two cha- a second championship in our lifetime. Again, it's the, the freaking Flyers. And before that, it's the, the Eagles, you know, 48, Bidneric being on 60 and 48 or 49 yeah. or whatever it was. Like, you know, that's it's a pretty neat thing that these it guys is. have a Dude, chance to, be... to do something really, really awesome. It's going to be historic week. So here's the thing. We're doing this live. People are watching. That's a great pick. I hadn't thought about the whole like them being a legend together thing. Mm -hmm. But I do wonder if a certain reporter is watching because I'm getting news via text that one of uh, somebody has had the idea also to go down and videotape them recording, even though it's clearly my bit that I'm the one. Oh, no. So we might have to wrap this up so I can get down there. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Uh, Thank you to everyone who tuned in. We'll we'll talk to everyone tomorrow. Two o'clock tomorrow. Uh, we love everyone. Super Bowl week. One Let's do it. Let's go. do it. Let's no do birds. it. No birds. All right. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. He's I am James. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, money-wise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts.